But worst investments of 2023, according to the chicks, Dyson Airwrap. Mm. And in brackets, our producer made a note, this came through heaps. Yeah, lots of people sent this one in. Hey chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Broke Chicks, a show that shares life lessons because we're broke in funds, but we're rich in life. And oh my God, we're getting towards the end of the year. Hey. no, It's wild. I'm excited. Let's let's wrap this up. Yeah. Like, you know? I feel like that's kind of the mood. Hey. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay with, with wrapping here if we want. Like, let's move New Year's. <laughs> let's move it forward yeah. or back, however you want to look at it. Yeah, exactly. And let's just, you know. Put, put a pin in it and call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Put a fork in her. She's yeah. done. I want to go that – I want to be in the week between Christmas and New Year's now. Fuck. That's my favourite time of the year. Me too. It's absolute bliss. Yeah, I'm like, what day is it? I don't know. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't ruin my vibe. Yeah. But because we are getting towards the end of the year, we wanted to do an episode on the worst investments from 2023, the worst ways you've spent your money, time and energy mm-hmm. This year. So we asked you chicks to send in your submissions and we're going to be discussing and debating mm-hmm. some of these topics. But before we get into it, what's your product recommendation of the week? So my product recommendation of the week is my favorite like gold jewelry brands and I've discovered another one. So it's called, yeah, Noah the Label Mm. and they just have the most unique pieces that are just really cool because my favorite thing about jewelry is like I love the staples, but I love a piece that like whenever you wear it, someone's like, oh, my God, I love that. Where did you get it from? Yeah. Like I could kick a door off its hinges whenever someone says that. Mm-hmm. So no other label is one that's come up on my radar and I absolutely love them. Bixby Jewelry mm. is another favorite. The Lair, they do really good silver. The gold's probably a little bit expensive for all of our incomes. Yeah. But the silver is good and they go on sale. Um, and Sendre. Love them too. Yeah. And I've yeah. got like two rings from Sendre and I'm really bad with like taking my earrings out to swim or rings off to like shower or wash my hands. And they, I'm impressed. Mm. I'm like, I wh- why haven't you tarnished? Because you should have. <laughs> I'm like, damn. God damn. I said God damn. <laughs> I'm going to add two more on. I would also say by Charlotte and Arms of Eve as mm. well. Also good. We love gold jewellery. Ah, smash. (laughs) Ah, smash. I'm dabbling with a bit more silver these days now, Mm. but which I like. Yeah, But I'm definitely a gold jewellery girl. Yeah. 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 But we were saying this the other day, like, you know, it's a bit of a hot topic, but I don't mind, like, mixing and matching, like, a gold and silver. Neither do I. I think it's not that serious. No. (laughs) But I think that's also becoming more, like, trendy. Totally. Yeah. Trendsetters. Okay. My product. Is that what we were saying? (laughs) Everyone's like, "Mm, wrong My product recommendation of the week is also a brand and it's Wandering Coyote. Mm. And it's where I get most of my cowboy boots. So they are also like a little bit more on the expensive side because they are made of real leather. So you'll pay like $300 for a pair of cowboy boots. However, they are the most unique design, super comfortable and also really durable. Mm. Like I've had multiple pairs from there for years and wear them like several times a week. And they only look cooler with age, I find. But um, one hot tip, they do sales like on Black Friday or Boxing Day. But throughout the year, they regularly do sample sales on their Instagram I story. I fucking love sample sales. And that's where I always get mine. 
Realization Pa have just opened up their first ever Sydney store and I literally nearly moved our recording <laughs> because I thought it was a warehouse sale Yeah, and I had convinced myself, like no one told me it was a warehouse sale. I was just like, there's a store, it's opening. It's got to be a warehouse sale too, like sample sale. And I was so heartbroken when I realized it wasn't, but it's a good opportunity to go and try items on because it's the first time that anyone in Australia has been able to actually like try them on in, in a store. store. Um, then that's what Sal kept saying. She's like, yeah, it's a good opportunity to go try it on. And I was like, yeah, but then you can get this and that. And I think you were kind of being I like, was why like, are you so excited for this? Yeah. I was really <laughs> like, oh, there must be something that's really expensive that she really wants to try on. No. But So there's another tip. The Realisation Pop up. Back to Depop I go <laughs> yeah. for my discounted Realisation Pop. They have good stuff on there. Yeah, I haven't bought a single eBay. one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right, let's get into it. The worst investments in 2023 from the chicks. Yes. Okay. First one, mattress at full price and then a week later it went on sale for 30% off. Sad. I just first of all want to say proud of you for buying a new mattress mm. because I got a new mattress this year and I think previous to that I don't even want to think about how long <laughs> I had my mattress for. Like your mattress needs to be replaced every seven years. And if you're over that, think about all like the tea stains mm. and just sense of ex-boyfriend's past. That Bad just, memories. Yeah. Like, let's just cleanse that. Mm -hmm. But I think as well, this like buyer's remorse thing of buying something full price. And then when you see it on sale, you're like, fuck it. Like it is not a nice feeling. But I do think a lot of the time, just email the brand. Like there are so many times that I've bought something on sale because I don't really like to buy things full price, but sometimes I have. And then there'll be like a further reduction or it will be a better deal even somewhere else. Yeah. And a lot of the time, most retailers will offer like a refund upon return for change of mind. And so then if you just go and be like, I've seen this deal elsewhere or I see you are now offering this deal – a lot of the time they'll price match it and give you a further refund on what you paid because otherwise you'll just return it anyway. Yeah. Like they lose out the on the wholesale area. rather than just giving you like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. exactly. But 30% off a mattress would have been hectic. That yeah. would have been like a couple hundred, I reckon. Yeah, that would have stung. But it's still a good investment. So don't feel mm. too remorseful. How much did you pay for your mattress? Oh, you got a fuck off good sale. I got a really good deal. So they were doing like any size for the price of a single and we got a king. So it was still... No, you got a super king. A super king, yeah, um, for the price of a single. And it was still like a couple of thousand dollars because it's literally like the mattress from heaven. Yeah. See, I got an Eva mattress mm. this year and I think it was like 1.5. Mm. It was a, it was between $1,000 $2,000, right? Yeah. I do not think you need to be spending more than $2,000 on a mattress, like personally, because mm. that one is so comfy. It's so amazing. Mm. And especially in your 20s, I think like the size of your mattress isn't 
like locked in. Yeah. Like maybe you have a double because you're moving into a share house and you're exactly. like in the back room, which is actually supposed to be a study. Yeah. And then maybe then in like four years you move in with a partner mm. and you can fit a queen or a king or whatever it is. Or you just move into a bigger place and you want a bigger bed. Yeah. So it's like I don't think it's a good idea to spend like thousands and thousands of dollars on a mattress Yeah. when like your living circumstances might change. Like maybe you want to go live overseas. Exactly. That happened to my roommate's brother. He moved overseas and he spent all this money on the mattress and he was in Australia for like a year. Yeah, fuck. So you've just spent like fucking $4,000 to use this thing Mm. for a year. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. I think you need to understand your commitment to your bed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My commitment is lifelong. Yeah, but I love my even one too. Like I think it's amazing. Mm. So I just don't think you need to spend heaps of money on a mattress. All right, next one. Okay. Ooh, all right. Our next worst investment is thinking orders from fast fashion will actually be quality. Do not do it. Mm. Look, we were actually talking about this the other day and there was definitely a time that I feel like fast fashion brands did have really good quality Mm. for the price point. And then the more that they've become popular, which is kind of wild to me that you know, we see this like profit year on year at some because we also know how terrible some of them are, like Shein. Yeah. Ugh. But I'm like, it's such a waste of money because you get it and it just falls apart. Yeah. Like it's just not good. It's not made from quality. And that's not to say that you can't get things at a lower price point that are quality. For example, we love Uniqlo. Mm. Uniqlo are really good for basics. They have a really good price point and we believe the quality is there. Yeah. But I just think some brands, especially this year, have taken the piss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think as well, remember that price tag doesn't always reflect quality, which we've, True. which we've mentioned on the podcast before. Like there are lots of higher end brands in Australia that, you know, you might assume because the dress is $400, then it's going to be made of really good material and it's going to be good quality. And alas, you put it on and it's pulling, it's peeling. And again, after like two washes, it's a piece of shit. Mm. So just check the fabric composition. You know, if there's ever a high percentage of polyester or any synthetic materials, it's very likely it's not going to survive a long time. Mm. Also, though, if you're wanting something to survive a long time, like if you're buying something that is going to be in a capsule wardrobe, it's something Mm. that you're going to love and want forever – Buy the really good quality because, yeah. like, you know that, you know, that little black dress that was $35, unless it was, like, from Depop, is secondhand, was severely reduced. But if it's from, like, a significantly fast fashion brand, that ain't going to last more than a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's going to fall apart. Yeah. And we the invisible it. zippers. Oh. The invisible zippers. That is my arch nemesis. Yeah, honestly. Especially with long nails and big tits. The ones that get stuck at the seam. Don't. That could be my 13th reason. When but you're like already rushing on a night out. Fuck. I bought a $300 dress though and it had an invis- invisible zip and it still got stuck on the seam. And I was like, how have we as a society not evolved? We put people <laughs> on the moon. invisible zippers. Do you know what? I have a hack for invisible zippers because I was going, you know, when you're getting ready and you can't get the zip up, your makeup's not makeuping, <laughs> your hair's going a bit frizzy and you put hair oil in it like three times, you're like, I've only got one more time left. Yeah. And like your 13th reason is coming. Yeah. And anyway, what you can do to get an invisible zip up is put a cable tie 
through mm. like cable ties, get them. You have no idea how often cable ties have come in handy in my house and don't make it weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. It's just a thing. <laughs> but you put it through like the really small hole mm. and then zip it into like a loop and then you can get your fingers and really yoink it up. Yeah, because you need something to like. You need something to grab on because then as well when you're getting flustered, your hands are getting sweaty, oh, they're no. shaking. Every time I ask Sal to do it, I think she's like, because yeah, you're like getting scared and you're like, I don't want to break the zipper. And yeah. I'm like, just pull it. <laughs> she's going to eat me. <laughs> I'm not going to eat you. I'm going to eat the dress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just look over and I'm naked and I've got like a little zip coming out. <laughs> like, like a little noodle. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Signing up for a dog treat and toy box subscription. No. Can you adopt me? That's, do you know what? That is actually really smart because we mentioned this in a previous episode, but like signing up for subscriptions of things that you need monthly Mm. is going to save you money and time. Like you won't be paying with a lot of places, like the same delivery cost that you'd be paying if it's a one-off. And very often we realise we need something when we don't have it anymore. Like you're there and you're on the toilet and you use the last bit of toilet paper and you're like, yeah. But for like dog treats and toy boxes, like Oh, toys, I don't know if your dog needs a new... Treat and toy every month. Yeah. Right? Or however regular this subscription service is. So I think that's I'm the difference. I'm assuming it's is monthly. That like, so, some subscriptions are definitely useful if it's something that True. you... Planning to purchase or use regularly anyway. Yeah, I forgot this was the worst investment. <laughs> yeah. I was like, great, that's amazing. I meant more like dog food. Yeah, if it was dog food, sure. Yeah. But like, I'm imagining that this is like some sort of boutique subscription yeah. service. If it's like treats and toys, which I just don't think. If your it was dog like needs, ten bucks, you and do you know what it is as well with pets? You buy them presents, no, and then they love the box, or they yeah. love like the raggedy old toy that they've had since they were born. They don't even care about the shiny new one half the time. Like no. they're happy to play with a piece of string. Or if you like my cat, the carpet. <laughs> She's like, do you know what? That looks yum. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Mm. But this is like such a good reminder for everyone for any subscription. This is why you should be looking at your transactions at least monthly to see where your money is going because so many of us sign up for things that you know for example like a tv streaming service for like game of thrones that show hasn't been on for four years now why do i still that binge you know what i mean like that's just an example yeah but just have a look and see where your money is going because what you're actually using yeah and what you're actually using because you really can save you know it might only seem like 15 dollars here and there but that adds up throughout the year and I think people are getting better at this because the average Australian spend on subscription services has gone down from 62 dollars to 57 dollars year on year so I think we're like but the prices are going up so I think we must be getting better true at consolidating so good for you chicks Our next one, meditation and scheduling apps. Didn't use them once. Mm. I I bought one and I was the same. I think I used it for like a month. Yeah. Especially like an annual subscription because like they get Mm -hmm. you with like the save 30% off on your annual subscription. Yeah. And or you sign up for a free trial, you forget about it and then you end up paying for the year and you're like, well, great. I think like – Especially with these, there's nothing wrong with wanting to, you know, develop yourself by like got like buying a meditation app or, you know, wanting to embark in those kind of habits more. 
but just use the free ones. Yeah. Like there are so many free meditations on Spotify, like not even including paying, paying for premium mm. or YouTube and all of that stuff that you don't need to be paying for these things. And if you're not already doing something, I don't think you should spend money on it. Like if you don't already sit and meditate daily with like a free subscription, right, why are you going to do it when you pay for it? Exactly. You need to like – have the habit already for free before you're going to jump in and start doing it. But that's also kind of why we made the Rich in Life Planner Mm. because like things like that get so expensive and it's more about developing habits that are personal to you. Like, and rather than thinking I want to do this for the whole year, just focusing on small things to do every month, which is why we broke up the habits to be monthly yeah exactly otherwise it's too overwhelming and you're never going to be able to achieve it all it's so much Mm. easier to keep track of it as well when you're focusing on one part of your life every month Mm. also like with those apps I do think sometimes and uh, there have been apps that I do really like by Mm. the way like the Harry Styles calm story (laughs) (laughs) he has lullabied me to sleep so much honestly my boyfriend moving was the worst thing that ever happened to me because he's like why is Harry on? But I can't sleep with headphones mm. in. So I had to break up with Harry for a little bit, but then mm. I've just started playing it again. I was mm. like, sorry. This might, we might cut this because this might be cheeky, but it's on SoundCloud for free. I know, but it's different. The one that I found was the same one. There's, the, I swear there's something that's different and oh, maybe I was in like a dream and I started like hearing something different. <laughs> maybe it skipped like onto some know, like shitty SoundCloud something. rapper song yeah. after and you're like, ah! Harry, please. <laughs> no, there is. there was a SoundCloud one, but then I swear it got deleted and then I found another one mm. and then it was like different. It was weird and it scared me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit scared. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I was like, right. It's we like when we you play it that. backwards, it's <laughs> like kill everyone. Hail Satan. Yeah. That was actually no, just like my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, business coach slash life coach. That's a bit spicy. Look, I'm not here to make waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> but I would like to know the difference between a life coach and a therapist. Mm. Because I think it's a one of them has a degree and is qualified. Mm. Look, that's maybe a bit rogue. But <laughs> I don't know. Business coach, I, I think, is different. Because business coach, again, there's a degree there, but also that's kind of an accountant. Mm. But like Mm. business coach, I can understand because there's an expertise there. Yeah. Therapist, they have an expertise. I think if you're wanting to improve one area of your life, which there does tend to be like a, a specific part that you are wanting to focus on which is kind of the key that unlocks like growth wherever that is so if it's like if you're wanting to move your body get a PT if you want to start a business talk to an accountant like there are people that have expertises that I do think sometimes that we can kind of fall into the life coach branding yeah fully um but I mean I've I've also like met people that are life coaches and they are really beautiful people like they're Mm. amazing and like quite inspirational and everything definitely yeah but I think if you're wanting to improve multiple areas of your life it is good to see a professional with a degree within like health Mm. and mental health Oh, yeah. Um, That I kind of don't really get the difference between a life coach and a therapist. Mm. I think that if you are considering it, like, look for reviews online. 
Um, and like, do like a mentor, get a mentor, not like a, mm. yeah. But if, you, but if, you, if someone's going to be a mentor, like full time, they're going to want to be compensated. Probably. Oh th- yeah. hundred percent. I don't mean yeah. don't pay someone. Yeah. But so you're still going to be paying for it. But I think definitely like go through like word of mouth of people that you actually trust and read reviews mm. because sometimes you don't know with stuff like that until you've done it and you're like, well, fuck, that was a waste of time. Also, there are so many people that will just take you for a ride. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it just reminds me of, like, those people that you went to high school with. They're like, hey, girly pop. Yeah, and then you I've get... I've got a business opportunity for you. Yeah, you get the hey, girly DM. And you're like, what the fuck? I haven't spoken to you since year 10 formal. They're like, I really want to introduce you to my Calm of the Sea Essence skincare range. <laughs> yeah. It's changed my life. Working with... And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. But also, in saying that... I don't want to be ignorant and be like, just go to therapy. It's so easy. Yeah. Because it is not easy either. Like you have to go to a GP, which like who bulk bills anymore. Mm. And then like you can only get it subsidized by going on a mental health plan, which some people may not want to do. And it is very expensive after a mental health plan too. Yeah. My sessions were $300 before Medicare and then $150 after Medicare, I think. And, like, that is really expensive. And when I was going as well, I was on an entry-level salary. Mm. I had just moved out of home, so I was paying rent for the first time, kind of understanding how to buy my own, like, groceries and budget and bills, and then having to pay for therapy. And as well, it takes time to find the right therapist too. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it takes time to find someone that you mesh with, and then it's hard to – if you don't mesh with them, it's hard to justify the cost, and a lot of people just end up not going anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you – are wanting to invest in your mental health in 2023, take it slowly and find what works for you. But also don't, don't like beat yourself up for, for like wanting to do it, but being like, I can't afford it. And there are a lot of resources that we can share in the show notes as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, business coach and life coach. I don't know. I don't know about that. We're getting sassy on the pole. Talk to your friends. (laughs) You know? Mm-hmm. Next one. Okay, this one's a bit controversial. I don't mm. know how I feel about this one. <laughs> but worst investments of 2023, according to the chicks, Dyson Airwrap. Mm. And in brackets, our producer made a note, this came through heaps. Yeah, lots of people sent this one in. Okay. I love my Dyson and I know that I had a little moment about the new colorway this year because I didn't (laughs) like it very much and I do think I was being a bit dramatic about it. I still don't really like it, but that's just my personal taste. Did I need to call it disgusting? Maybe not. (laughs) Did I need to say it was so, so ugly, it's disgusting, people would need to pay me to use it? Probably not. I regret saying that. I was just, I don't know, in a field that day. Whatever. Yeah, I was hurt. (laughs) I was hurt. But I love my Dyson Airwrap. I have had my Dyson Airwrap for like, I don't know, four years now. I've got the old one. But I will say there is a certain hair type that it works really well on. Mm -hmm. And there is certain hair that it does just kind of drop. Yeah, my hair. Yeah. And there is like certain ways that you need to use it to be able to get the most out of it. And if you are not a spend an X amount of time on your hair person. Like if you just want to get up, roll out of bed and bing, bang, bong, sometimes it might not be for you. You can definitely like zhuzh your hair, but if you want the full Dyson Airwrap, Matilda Jeff look, you need to actually be bothered to use it properly Mm. and like wash your hair, have it wet, put in the products, bing, bang, bong. And practice takes perfect as well. Like you're probably going to have to do it quite a few times to really get good at it. Just like any, you know, 
makeup or hair routine. Mm. But can't you go to the Dyson um, stores and get them to style your hair for free? Yes. I reckon that is a good lit- litmus test. I'm just going to say test. Why do I have yeah. to make it complicated? I reckon that is a good test as to whether or not it will hold with your hair. Yeah. Because also it's being done by a professional. They're going to use all the right products and everything. And then you can really see if it works with your hair and then maybe, you know, make an informed decision from there. Do you think that's maybe though, that could be misleading? No. Because? Because I've been to the hairdresser and gotten a blowout and literally within about 40 minutes it dropped because of my hair type. Yeah, but if a professional's doing it. Are they going to be like, they're going to know how to do it so much better than you? This yeah, is just but, me. This is yeah, just me pondering. That's what I mean, though, is that like if a professional who oh, does it and it does still it drops, and it still drops right. then you're probably not right. going to be able to do it. My thought process was like, a professional does it, it looks stunning, oh, amazing, great. And then you go home, you try to do it and poke yourself in the eye. No, yeah. And you're like, well, great. Yeah, they're definitely going to make it look a lot easier. Yeah. They they're there this. to sell, baby. Yeah, this is their full time. Yeah, gig. but I, I do think you should do that. I think go test it, see how you feel. Mm. and then maybe see or go to a friend if you know a friend that has one mm. go to theirs and you try to do it yourself everyone come to alex's oh Sleepover. seriously i think three <laughs> of our girlfriends have had their boyfriends buy them dyson air wraps and i've got them all for them yeah. like all the boyfriends message me being like okay kyle wants a dyson air wrap for a birthday and i'm like leave it with me the it's good guys have here. it for this but you can price match here and do this here uh. um but yeah i think that one is definitely a unique experience to people. Like you either love it or I think you either hate it. Yeah, for sure. But I love it. All right, our next one. Daycare. Jeez. Mm. This yeah. one sucks because this one sucks so neither hard. of us have children, but we have heard that daycare, aside from Bix, but you're a stay-at-home mom. I'm, okay? I'm, well, um, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> don't don't ever think my cat is the equivalent <laughs> of having a child. <laughs> oh, I would hate that. Like, people that are like, yeah, I know. Kids are so hard. I've got like, a baby. Don't you have a fucking, like, <laughs> caboodle? <Hermit crab. laughs> it's like your caboodle is not the equivalent of having a child with human emotions, feelings, and all <laughs> yeah, that shit. Exactly. But daycare is incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for anyone who has to go through this. When we were doing research for this episode, we saw that apparently according to the ACCC, childcare fees rose faster than inflation and wage growth during the last four years, rising between 20% and 32%. That is fucked up. That's so wild. I remember we had a guy that we used to work with and he told us that both him and his wife worked, but her salary became like nothing because her salary was what paid for childcare. Mm. Like not in terms of she paid for all of it, but the equivalent of their yeah. joint income, her her portion w- would go to childcare and then he would use his salary yeah. to pay for the rest of like the everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, exactly. Everything else. Yeah. And we're not saying that like daycare or um, – Childcare should like that, you know, it's not a good investment for your children and Definitely. your family and everything. And that the people who work in those industries don't deserve to be oh, compensated. Yeah. That's not what we're saying at all, but it's just shit. It's, that it's, the cost of living is so expensive. And that is an expense that a lot of people have to fork out because, you know, 
it's more common these days for both parents to be working. Mm. Well, both parents have to be working. Exactly. With so, how expensive everything is. Also, according to the ACCC, apparently it costs $123 per child a day for centre-based daycare with $48.60 out-of-pocket expenses. That is a lot if you're putting your kid through daycare five days a week. I don't even week. want to do the math. Nope. I don't want to do the math. Nope. But I think, <laughs> yeah, yowza. Mm-hmm. And that is why I'm scared of having kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but children are the joy and fruit of the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, our next one that was sent in, free overtime at work. 1,000%. Like work obviously and do put pressure on us. I hate the like clause in a contract that's like and overtime hours may be expected like your hours a week are 38 hours of full-time work, 9 a.m. to 5.30 with a one-hour lunch break, but some overtime hours may be required during busy periods. Because we're a family. (laughs) With zero compensation and no time in lieu. Seriously, and then the other part of this um, snippet that was sent in was advice, track additional hours worked, and then reason they were worked, and then claim them back by finishing early. Yeah. Because it is actually also illegal for your job to give you more work than you can do within the designated time frame. Like, it is illegal for them to be like, you have to get all of this done within these amount of hours, and it is unreasonable Mm. that you then have to be working more hours than what you're getting paid for. Yeah. Like, if that's happening, you can definitely and you should definitely flag it and go in as Elle Woods and lawyer their ass. Yeah. Go to your HR rep for yeah. sure because they will have your back. 100%. Some, sometimes your manager can be a bit of a bulldog when it comes to that depending on what your manager is like. So if they deny your request for time in lieu or being compensated, go to your HR rep. Mm, and it is uncomfortable to kind of put your foot down and create those work-life boundaries 1,000%, but no one else is going to do it for you. Yeah. Like no one else. Like the person in your cubicle next to you that you're going to get your morning coffee with is not going to be like, hey, I've noticed that Sally is working till 8.30. I think you guys should let her leave early today. No one's going to do that for you. You have to like chase those things for yourself. Mm -hmm. Fight for your right to party. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Next one. At home nail kit. I'm leaving it to the pros from now on. Yeah, I bought one in from Amazon in COVID and I think I did it twice. It was actually really hard. Mm, yeah. I think know your skill set. Yeah. If you're good at shit like that, sure. But I'm not. Stick I've, on nails. They're yeah, good. Stick on nails or even like, you know, I love a good nail polish here or there. Mm. But yeah, I don't have like the time, patience or skill no. for a, a full on at home nail kit. Next one, an NFT. <laughs> $400, but now worth nothing. I never understood what NFTs were and I'm really glad that I didn't. Me too. I don't get it. I just, I always think about the monkey one. That was like Justin, Justin Bieber's Bieber. one. That's exactly yeah. what came to mind. And wasn't too. it like a million dollars or something and now it's worth like fucking less than my iced coffee? Yeah, literally. You can pay me to even have that. It understand. was so stupid. I'm like, babe, this is probably showing my ignorance in terms of NFTs, but I was like, can I just screenshot it? Yeah, I don't, I don't get understand. It. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who invented NFTs is absolutely laughing. Yeah. He's yeah. like, slay. Yeah. Slay, slay the boot house down, mama. <laughs> okay. Next worst investment, a fabric suitcase should have gone a hard one. Mm, yeah. I was a fabric suitcase girly. And then when I switched to a hard case, I realized 
why all my shit was breaking yeah. in my suitcase. Because I used to like fabric suitcases because I feel like you could stretch it further. Yeah. Like you could stretch it further that the fabric would kind of mould around what's in your bag. Yeah. But then in hindsight, I'm like, hmm, maybe that's why my fake tan breaks exactly every time and I have to throw out half my shit. Yeah, or why I'm always over the weight limit every time I take my suitcase. Mm. Like, yeah, I definitely agree. Okay, a treadmill I could fit under my desk, used it once and now sits behind the couch. Yeah, I've thought about getting a walking pad and then I'm like, mm, or I could just open the door and go for a walk outside. And if I'm mm. not, this is kind of like the same thing as a meditation thing. If I'm not going for a walk outside, which is free and I can do very easily, what would be the difference between me walking to my living room and exactly. going for a walk? Like it just Yeah, whereas if you are an avid walker then sure, yeah. it probably will work with your lifestyle. That was like at our old work, we had standing desks. I never fucking I used think mine. I used it maybe like, I went through a phase when The Greatest Showman came out mm. because I would like to stand and dance yeah. to The Greatest Showman at Pretend my desk. you were Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah that's Zac different. Efron. Mm. All of them. Zendaya. Mm. The bearded lady. That one I just was. <laughs> that one I just was. No transformation required. No. I was like, shit, I need to fucking wax my mouth. <laughs> okay, this one hurt my feelings. Uni. I have completely changed career paths since and it's been such a waste of time. Oh, this one hurts because uni is so unnecessarily expensive. Alex and I both have the hex stats to prove it. So we know your pain. But I think... We always say that it isn't necessarily a waste of money or a bad investment because you've learned what you don't want to do with your life. And there's always skills that you've picked up from your other degrees that either apply to the new career paths you're taking or just life. Like mm. I feel like from uni I learned how to or it helped me like stick to deadlines and be more committed and like learn how to research something and ask questions and like mm. be more confident in front of a group of people that I don't know. Like all of those things carry on, but they're not necessarily skills that I would align to my degree specifically. I think as well, I'm the same. Like I think especially when I was studying as well, it was when we were in that massive transitioning period of media mm -hmm. from like print same. media to like online media. However, if we take it out of like the educational side, there is a lot of lessons to be learned at uni as part of growing up. Mm. So like making friends with people that you didn't go to school with yeah. or like uni, you're not as regulated. Like if you don't do your homework, like you still go to the next year, you know, whereas uni it's like, no, you fail, you can't progress. Yeah. Or like I remember being in uni and I was like, wait, I can just go to the toilet. Like yeah. no one's, no one's going to be like, why weren't you in class today in uni? It's where you start building you know, the ability to do things that maybe you don't necessarily feel like doing that day, yeah. but you build like the resilience and the ability to make adult decisions at uni, which I think is what I probably learned the most of. But if mm. like, and we say this all the time, but I found my internships very helpful. Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily find like, I don't know, news media 101 to be like <laughs> the most helpful thing. I don't remember. What inverted pyramid? I don't remember heaps from that, <laughs> if I'm honest. But I do remember a lot from my internships, which unfortunately I don't think I would have gained those internships without my degree. Mm. However, I do know, and I know Sal would agree with me, so many people that did not go through a traditional university process and are very very successful in whatever industry that they're in yeah so I think just do what works for you and if you want to change careers never ever let 
the amount that you've spent on a hex determine something because that's like three years of your life compared to like the next like 60. Mm, exactly. But yeah, feel your pain. Yeah, feel. rough. Rough. okay next one i regret not investing in travel cancellation insurance oh my god insurance is like this thing that's becoming really interesting to me now which is why i know i'm getting old Mm. because i just think the security you have of knowing that you paid 20 dollars extra for insurance is going to make you so much happier because as well the a lot of the time i would say the approximate number that you pay for extra cover is between like $20 $20 to maybe like 79 Yeah, Those are really the, the numbers I'm seeing in my head that it's like when you're booking your flights and it's like you tick a box down the bottom, would you like to pay X amount? Yeah. And you've got like fluid cancellation. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's fine. I'm going. But you have no idea what's happening in the future. And then as well, if you're booking flights, right, you're probably going to go buy like a new outfit to go mm. on that holiday, yep. which will be the same price. Yeah. But would you rather like have a dress or would you rather have like the – flexibility and the security of having that like cancellation insurance oh my god yeah 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 adult decisions I know it sucks but like (laughs) it's good like we it's as you get older I'm 27 um I'm not even old but you're basically 30 I'm just fuck (laughs) off but yeah it's like you kind of realize all these things that you're like oh that I'm gonna be thankful I got that even if I don't use it Mm, yeah things future you will thank Mm -hmm. you for Okay, buying a brand new car. Which yeah. We've spoken about this before. No. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely not the way to go. The depreciation of said car. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. And then our last one is a little bit of a longer submission. So let's read it out. All right. Okay. Don't mean to be a negative Nancy here, but buying a house was a bad investment. Just to caveat this, I'm sure it will pay off in the future, but I think everyone glamorizes owning your own home and thinks it's all wonderful and amazing once you've got it. Here's a few reasons why she thinks it isn't necessarily the best investment for her right now. My partner and I couldn't afford a house close to the city, so we bought way out in the suburbs and getting into the city to do anything is expensive and time consuming. And unfortunately, our suburb isn't the most happening place to be. (laughs) I am 27, work as a marketing manager on a pretty decent salary, but have just had to start working a second job at a local pub a few nights a week due to rising interest rates and needing to afford mortgage payments. Yeah. House maintenance is expensive. No more calling up your landlord to get the hot water system fixed. That's your problem now. And a $2,000 bill and a few cold showers. The commute takes about two to three hours a day. Travel is not looking like a viable option for me over the next few years, just due to the cost of mortgage repayments. Uber Eats options are terrible. I've heard this one from people who've moved away from the city. I know renting isn't all sunshine and daisies either, but just wanted to be real. Mm. I think those are all really good insights. And I think Victoria said this in our episode with her as well, that it's like buying where is right for you. Mm. Because as well, like... She's obviously been really well at listing all the things that they sacrificed on that maybe those sacrifices weren't necessarily worth it for the price point. Mm, Yeah, exactly. (sighs) Yeah, that is rough. But as she said, it hopefully will pay off, you know. I think that's the thing when you buy a house, like you are making sacrifices and it's good to know what those sacrifices are so that maybe you're like, you know, I'm not ready to let go of that Mm. just yet. (laughs) 
and then your emotional worst investments. Men and my ex-boyfriend. Not mine, but, you know. <laughs> also him. <laughs> not this year. Yeah, not this year. No, we're good with that. But, um, yeah, that's, that's like ending on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focus on yourself. Don't invest any time in people that don't deserve it. Yeah, and that don't invest in you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, what a wonderful episode. I know. Thanks for, like... Everyone's sending in their massive whinges. I, I love know. it. And I thanks for it. sending them in like all year as well, chicks. Yeah. Like we love receiving your DMs or anytime we do a call out and we want to hear from you. Like they're literally our favourite episodes. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And to everyone else, thanks for having us in your ear holes. We love to be here. And thank you to MIK Made for making today's episode happen. Mm-hmm. If you know anyone that you think would also enjoy listening to this episode, feel free to chuck them a link or pop it in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Bye, chicks. Bye, chicks. Bye. Bye-bye. Now.